0: First of all, uh, to the children, uh, the, the second reading that Barbara just read to us was a rather long one. Uh, it is from James' letter to the church. James was one of the followers of Jesus, and James wrote uh, this letter to all of the, the churches at that time. And... I will simplify it for our children, and actually for all of us, um, because what is good for the children is good for all of us. <laughs> um, those of you that have just gone back to school, and we all know that in school and in life, we have good friends. We develop certain people that are our good friends at school, at work, uh, everywhere we go. Does that mean that we treat our good friends better than we treat the other people we know? We actually should treat everybody the same. And it's one of the things James is telling us today is that to show what says show no partiality, For example, if you're going to have a birthday party, do you invite just the people from your class that are your good friends? Or do you invite everybody from your class? Now, maybe some of the people from your class might not attend because maybe they have other things that day to do. But we don't bring just cookies to our good friends at school. We bring cookies the whole class. James is is telling us here today that God is asking us to you shall love your neighbor, it says here, love your neighbor as yourself to show no partiality. So as we go through this school year, And as we go through life, to always be reminded that our love is for all of God's people, even the ones that sometimes we don't get along with. Let us pray. Lord, help us to love everyone and to treat everyone the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's reading gospel from Mark chapter 7 24 to 37 the story of the syrophoenician woman is at first glance a little bit strange in fact the Mar- the gospel of mark is a little bit blunt there are some of the stories recorded in the gospel of mark that seem very, not only straightforward, but very blunt in how they appear in the reading. This one in which Jesus responds to this woman is a very strange response on the part of Jesus. We think of Jesus as this loving person who treats everybody the same. Here's the connection, I guess, to uh, the letter of James, But yet in this story, his first response to the Syrophoenician woman is, don't bother me, leave me alone. And that seems contradictory to the picture we have of Jesus. Jesus, perhaps with his disciples or without his disciples, it doesn't really say, went away to the region of Tyre, Tyre and Sidon, in the two cities on the Mediterranean coast. Now, if you go back through the uh, the prior chapters in Mark, in Mark 5 and 6 and chap- the first part of chapter 7, you have the story of the feeding of the 5,000. Uh, you have all these healing miracles. And then we get to this story, and it seems Jesus is worn out. He gets away. He may have gone away on his own, but he leaves the area of the Sea of Galilee and travels probably a couple days to the coast. Now, the woman, it says she was a Gentile, not Jewish, Syrophoenician, if you know any of your ancient history, Phoenicia were the people who had settled the, the western or the eastern side of the Mediterranean. The Phoenician people were great traders throughout the Mediterranean for centuries. And Syro-Phoenicia means this woman was probably of mixed descent from Phoenician and Syria, the where Syria still is today, that same area. Obviously, she was not a Jewish person. She was a Gentile. And she hears that this man, this Jewish itinerant teacher, is passing through her region. She has a daughter that they say is possessed of a demon. Now, Demon possession at that time many times would refer to diseases today that we would have the medical knowledge that would be diagnosed. But the fact she wants her daughter healed, just as any good parent would want their child to be healed. So she comes to Jesus and what is his response? A very cruel response. He says, now, let the children be fed first. In Matthew's account of this story, it is his response is preceded with these words, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then comes the line, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Well, there are a number of strange things here. First strange thing is that a woman dares to speak to a stranger, and to a man no less. In not only Jewish tradition, but in all the cultures in the Mediterranean, a woman did not speak to a man she did not know. It was not appropriate. The next strange thing is Jesus responds to her as a man to a woman he did not know. But then in his response, it is this, let the children become, be fed first. And then, even stranger. She talks back to him. The woman says, sir, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Thank goodness she wasn't a Texan. She may have been arrested or uh, Afghani because (laughs) who knows. Um, this, This woman dares to respond back. I can identify with Jesus in this. It seems at the moment in this story, Jesus is just tired. Remember, he is God, but also human. And there are times in the stories in the gospel, Jesus shows his humanity. Humanity enough already, it seems that he's saying, don't come to me with your problems. I am overwhelmed and cannot cope. Now, I'm not putting my words in Jesus' mouth, but that is how it appears. Jesus seems, in his first response, to be overwhelmed. And when we feel that same way, which I certainly do most of the time these days, overwhelmed and cannot cope with any other problems. We tend to respond in harsh manners. We are overwhelmed. This is what seems strange. In fact, uh, even the fact that uh, tomorrow at sundown is the beginning of the, the Jewish New Year, And whether you're Jewish or non-Jewish, we know that at the beginning of a new year, we kind of think about, thank goodness the last year is over. Uh, It's got to be better the next year. We do it on New Year's Eve, on December 31st. And sometimes as we look back, it just gets worse. Some days it just seems like What next? Enough already. The fact that only seven days ago in the news, not only were Americans leaving Afghanistan, but basically on the same day, a hurricane, one of the worst, comes up from the Gulf of Mexico, up all the way and does disaster after disaster throughout this week, including these major floods and many people who died in flooding, not where the hurricane first hit, but all the way up into New Jersey and New York City. We are overwhelmed. Enough already. Our parish would you believe it's four years ago this week that we lost the tenant downstairs. It was in September of 2017 when the preschool suddenly announced they were closing and we thought, how are we going to survive? God has enabled us to survive. And so for the next six months, We sought a new tenant. And we were just at that point of uh, meeting with a couple of people from a new preschool to get the space ready. And the following day, six months later, we had a fire. Enough already. And we know that about eight months after that, we suddenly lost our pastor. Thank goodness, thank God that the Lord provided us with Pastor Lyle during the beginning, throughout our interim. We did the study of our parish, what we needed in a new pastor. The call committee just started interviewing people. Pandemic hits. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> And for the past year and a half, we've struggled through that. Pastor Lyle, thinking that we may have perhaps had a possible candidate, Pastor Lyle moves on to begin his wonderful work as an interim pastor with our neighboring sister parish of St. Mark's. And here we are. Enough already. But I also identify with the woman in this story. I am just begging for even the table scraps. Lord, just help us out of this now. Even the dogs under the table get the crumbs. I have a number of times referred to one of my favorite characters in musical theater, which is Tevye in Fiddler on the Roof. If you have not seen, there is a program on PBS. uh, It's been broadcast a number of times on the Jewish influence on Broadway, going way back to actually the the Tomaszewskis and the Yiddish theater, uh, which is the relatives of Michael Tilson Thomas. Um, and there's one section that refers to Fiddler on the Roof, and when they put Fiddler together, why would anybody go see a play about these Jewish people going through a pogrom in Russia, and yet it became so successful? And I think one of the reasons was because of the character of Tevye, the chutzpah, The daring to respond back to God. Why did you bless me with three daughters and all of that? Tevia, like the Syrophoenician woman in this story, dared to beg from God. Dared to say, just give us the crumbs falling from the table. God, help us. This chutzpah, this willingness to dare to beg from God a healing. Notice Jesus doesn't respond to the woman, great is your faith, your daughter is made well. But instead, Jesus commends the woman for standing up for herself. He says, for saying this, for saying even the dogs, Get the crumbs onto the table. For saying this, you may go. Your daughter is well. And as Jesus moves on, going back toward Galilee, a deaf man is brought to Jesus, and they beg Jesus to heal the man. And so he touches the man's ears and tongue, and he says, Ephatha, be opened. Be opened is what God is telling us. Be open to God's work at this time, even during chaos. It is not what we do. It is what God does. Even when we are too deaf to hear or too blind to see God's work right here and right now, Our enough already is replaced by God's be opened. But it doesn't stop there. We are led back to God speaking through the prophet Isaiah. Say to those of a fearful heart. Talk to myself. Say to those of a fearful heart be strong, fear not. And as you probably heard before, the most, the one phrase that is used more often in the whole Bible than any other is fear not, do not be afraid. Isaiah says, say to those of a fearful heart, be strong, fear not, here is your God. God will come and save you. And then, of course, in my head, I hear Handel's Messiah. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame shall leap like a deer, the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert, the burning sand shall become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. Even in the midst of fires, if you've passed through a forest area that has been burned out, within a year you see new green shoots of growth new trees coming up through the ashes. God provides. This is the image that keeps me going. It is the only hope we have that God does and will continue to heal even on those darkest days. And that is enough. Be open. Be strong, fear not. Amen.